The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You are listening to Rewritten with Cynthia Ocelli, a show where we rewrite your limiting stories so that you can create your best life. Our topic today, the power of letting go. Hey friends, I'm so happy you are joining me today. This is one of my favorite topics. We are going to talk all about letting go, the myths, the magic, and the how-tos of this very misunderstood concept. Before we get into it, I want to invite you to follow me on Instagram and Facebook, and keep an eye out for my TikTok page. I have someone really wonderful putting together a bunch of clips from live coaching sessions where the person I was coaching was totally in agreement with me sharing certain aspects of it. And so there are clips being taken in session. And I have to say, they are uh, even uh, shocking to me because there's a place we go in the coaching relationship that is so focused and so direct that things just come that needed to be heard, needed to be shared. And I'm so amazed that we're capturing them on video and going to share them with you. I think they're pretty powerful. I can't wait to hear what you think about them. I'd also like to invite you to write a review on Apple Podcasts for me. Uh, This really helps me grow this show. And that's my effort right now. I love the people that I'm encountering and the work that we're doing. The more of us who go inside and unearth the toxic, limiting stories that we have believed for way too long about ourselves and rewrite those into supportive and true narratives that help us live our best life, the better the world will be, the better everyone we know. We model this amazing, transformed lifestyle and behavior. Because that's really all the power we have. We cannot go out and change others. We, you know, we see people in our lives, and this is dovetailing perfectly into letting go. We see people in our lives, and we know if they would just do this or stop that, or if they could just see this, everything would change. And it doesn't work. We do not have that kind of power. We have power over ourselves. And what's wonderful is that when we change our stories and change our lives, others witness that change. And while we cannot change them, we can inspire them to change. So I'm excited to get into this today with you. Let's start with what letting go is and what letting go is not. So the way that I view letting go is one of the the primary Uh, triggers to let me know, hey, it's time to let go, 
is when I am turning something over and over and over in my mind, frenetically worrying about it, peeling the onion all the way to the center, hyper-analyzing something and becoming more anxious and becoming no closer to a better outcome or a solution. I'm just perseverating on some thing. I'm getting deeper and deeper and more entrenched. Letting go is the surrendering of the negative, frenetic, worrying energy around whatever it is that I'm fixating on. Letting go is not giving up. It is a form of spiritual surrender, but it is not waving the white flag and saying, I give up. Nothing. uh, I'm not going to get anything that I want out of this. Nothing is going to go my way. I just quit. That's not what letting go is. Letting go is releasing your negative, frenetic, chaotic energy around a subject. And it is surrendering to your own greater good. Because oftentimes we approach something in our lives and we give it our all. And our culture encourages us to do that. Every motivational person encourages you to do that. I encourage you to you know, persevere, follow through, have tenacity, and let go. So here's the great paradox. Letting go means that while you are clear on your goal, clear on your desired outcome, clear on what it means to you, that you are also willing to allow the outcome to be what it is already going to be. Uh, it's kind of a, a quagmire here because we think if I, there's this unconscious belief that a lot of us have, if I fixate on it, if I worry about it, if I don't let it go, maybe it will go my way. It's actually the opposite of what works, what's, what actually allows things to happen. Sometimes it is our chaotic, frenetic, grasping energy that repels things, that stops us from allowing the goodness that's out there for us to manifest in our lives. So letting go is the surrendering of the outcome while you have given your best efforts, while you have shown up, while you have delivered your part. It's sort of saying to life, to the universe, to your higher self, okay, I've done everything I can do here. And yes, I care. I do know what I want. I do know the outcome that I desire. And I'm going to release it. I'm going to surrender it to higher intelligence, to the greater good, and I'm going to allow the outcome that is right to emerge. Now, when we when I say that one last part there, I'm going to allow the outcome that is right to emerge. We often have a lot of resistance to what is, to what comes. And that is also something that it is very empowering to let go of. So you show up, you do your best, and you let the universe take care of the rest. And there's a trust in there. And this is not for the faint-hearted. There is a trust in there that even though I do not like this outcome, even though I didn't get the job, the relationship didn't work out, the goal didn't manifest or manifest the way that I wanted it. Even though these things happened, I'm going to trust that there's something better coming or that there's a purpose here, that I'm growing through this challenge or that there'll be something different for me. I'm meant to be somewhere else. I'm meant to do something different or I'm not ready yet. 
sometimes if we got the thing that we that our goal is, if we got it right when we tried for it, we wouldn't be able to maintain it because we don't have the experience, we don't have the understanding, we don't yet have the developed capacity to manage it and to value it and to maintain it. So sometimes these delays are very helpful. And I can think of a lot of different times in my life and a lot of times with my clients that what seemed like the worst outcome, the no, was really just the not yet. And what that makes me think of is Sherry Shepard. She's one of my best friends and I've known her for decades. And over the course of those decades, she had so many no's. If you don't know who she is, she has a daytime talk show now and it's a celebration and it's fun, but this was her dream forever. When I first met her, she knew this is what out there and what she wanted. And she persevered and she tried and she pitched it and she got in front of the right people. And she got so close so many times and she was told no. And she was told no, not in the not yet, or you're almost there, but in the, you're not right for this. It's not going to happen for you way. So she was cut off in all the ways. And each time she would affirm her desire, her value, her knowledge that she could do it, work harder to develop herself and let go of the outcome. And it seems like an overnight thing, like, oh, wow. And now she's just got this great show and it was wonderful and easy. It was not. But if she were unable to let go, if she had dug in to the outcomes and had gotten so attached to them that when they didn't come to fruition, she quit or gave up, we wouldn't have the success that she has today. And we'd all be missing out on the gift that she gives the world. And it's an incredible gift of making people happy, making people laugh, bringing joy into the world. And I tell you about the value of this incredible gift because I know that you have gifts. I tell you about these stories that involve other people because I'm telling you a version of your own story. The facts are different. The the what is different. The how is different. But the path is the same. And so I want to empower you with the knowledge that if you are able to persevere, to show up, to give your best and to surrender the outcomes, to not let the outcomes dictate your self-view, to not let the outcomes dictate your vision for the future and what you believe is possible for you, you will be able to travel the path and endure this life and become your greatest expression, your best self, living your best life. So let's back this up because I feel like what I've said here is so global and so abstract that how it applies to different situations could get lost or be misunderstood. So letting go, let's talk about some of the things that you can work on letting go of right now. Letting go is a practice like every other practice. It's a skill like every other skill. And the more we do it, the better we become at it. It is vital and valuable because letting go is the same as becoming free. You are no longer imprisoned or at the mercy of whatever the thing that you're gripping so tightly onto had over you while you're grasping it. One of the most powerful uh, abilities is to let go of people. 
And that sounds really uh, un- undesirable, right? But there are some contexts that I think you would, you would agree are ideal. People who predict your doom, criticize you, put you down, tear you down, and you, your response is to either defend yourself, prove yourself, prove them wrong, or return the negativity. It is far more powerful for you, for your well-being, for the world that you put energy into to surrender and let go of those people and what they're saying. So it's simple. It's really simple, but not easy. But the simplicity is I release this. I let go of this. I surrender this to a power greater than me. I'm not going to get involved here. I'm not going to make myself anxious and upset responding or trying to prove someone else is wrong about me. I'm not going to internalize what they're saying. I'm not going to argue with it about whether they're right or wrong. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to surrender that. There's an amazing book. It's called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. It is, I love books and I have a future show coming up about the top books that have changed my life. This has to be one of them. This is my favorite book to give away. I've bought so many copies for so many people. It's a thin little book, The Untethered Soul. And in that book, Michael Singer talks about the power of our heart. Our heart as an energy center, has the capacity to process and release all energies. And so Michael Singer says that it, the way that we can live our best, um, most healthy and spiritually uh, open and sound and alive existence is to be able to take in stimulus from our life and let it go immediately. As though we were driving down a road and passing signs and trees and people, and just we see them, we acknowledge them, they're with us, they're in the present, and then they go into the past and we let them go. And he says that being able to do that with both positive and negative things, not fixating on them, not holding on to them, letting them pass through, is the key to our spiritual freedom and our well-being. And our hearts are able to process those feelings when they're negative or when they're positive. It's a lot easier when they're positive. But When we have negative feelings, grief, real feelings, you can't just, the idea here is not just to ignore or let go and repress. That's not what letting go means. Letting go means that you acknowledge the feeling, you sit with the feeling, with your heart open. And this is something brilliant about this book. He talks about how when something negative happens, we close our hearts, we close to defend, When we close our hearts, we are not closing out the upset like we think we are, or like our our instinct is close it off, get away from it, defend against it. We're closing it in. And it remains inside our body and being, and it doesn't uh, dwindle and dissipate. It festers and sits there waiting till something else like it comes along and then it's bigger and it expresses in a more exaggerated way. And so if you can imagine that over decades, you can see how something can be triggering and it's like the long tail of a dragon. We pull it today and its fiery mouth roars from decades ago and we can just be weighed down 
with a lifetime of upsets and things we closed inside our heart. So Michael Singer's premise, and this is consistent with teachings I've had. I was blessed to be taught to meditate as a three-year-old. I had uh, daycare teachers who were uh, hippies from Central California, and I learned this as a child, that keeping your energy centers open and allowing yourself to feel what is, and that's scary because we want to close, but being brave enough to say, I will sit with this feeling. I don't need to whip it up by analyzing it and thinking more and more and more thoughts, but I can sit with this feeling and recognize there's pain here. There's sadness here. There is anger here. There is grief here. There is fear here. And if you sit with that while your heart is open and you are not running from it or contracting against it, you are acknowledging what is and fully feeling it. It has the opportunity to pass through that heart center, that purifying heart center. That's the power that we all have inside of us. The more successful we are at staying open and allowing energy to pass through our heart center, the more we are able to be free and to not have negative stored energy in our body and being. This is a powerful approach and technique for letting go. I highly encourage you to get Michael Singer's book and um, read through that. I think it's like chapter five. Learn it, practice it, begin to do it. That power of letting go is, it's so enlightening and enlivening. And there are so many benefits to it that I'm sort of overwhelmed in this moment, trying to catch them all to relay them to you. When you let go and you are no longer caught in the grips of that emotion, you are free to actually solve problems or come up with ideas that you wouldn't notice if you were embroiled in the emotion. You are actually stronger and more clear and more powerful. And there's this great awareness that translates to confidence translates to self-worth and inner security, you begin to know that you are not what you feel and that whatever happens, that if you get the outcome you want or you don't, you're still solid, grounded, worthy. You're still just as valuable as you were if you got it and if you didn't get it. You are whole and it's just another temporary feeling a weather pattern that's moving through your life. Now, I don't want to underestimate how challenging this can be when life is really coming undone. But I want to tell you that when you're in a situation that I call a breakthrough, which looks like everything is breaking down, you know that quote I wrote, I live it, I believe it, uh, when the worst is happening in all directions, to me, that is because this old life is breaking away because a new life is seeking to emerge. It doesn't help in the moment because it's really hard. It feels really difficult. But as you go through this process, if you are, you're losing, um, you're, you've lost your job, you've moved away, you've lost a relationship, someone's really uh, sick and not going to recover, and that's been a lot of my experience, you're fighting and holding on is like fighting the river. 
It is exhausting. You will not prevail, but you can totally deplete yourself as you refuse to let go, as you cling and and hold on. And you're battered. And ultimately, you are going to be forced to let go and you will go down the river anyway. It is far more self-loving and empowering to accept the things that you must, to accept what is. That doesn't mean you like what is. It doesn't mean you celebrate what is. It's just an acceptance of what is and the cessation of battling against it. This was a really hard one for me when my, uh, the most recent one was when my mother had her brain tumor diagnosis and I, I started to understand what was going to happen and the, the sort of process of this, this particular type of disease that she had. I have a lot of internal power, a lot of drive, a lot of conviction. I feel like I'm a very strong person and I was absolutely unwilling to accept it initially and I was fighting it with all that I had. And it started to become very clear to me that I would be my worst enemy and take myself down without the issues or the the facts that I was trying to improve changing at all. And in my acceptance, I was able to come to my own aid and to show up better in that situation. It was definitely not easy, but as I go through challenges now, especially after you go through enough of them and you realize how powerful letting go is, you get there faster and you start to remember to do it sooner. So that's the, the real heaviness, the, the heavy parts of life and how I relate to letting go in the heavy parts. But there are other situations where letting go is the magic that allows a positive thing to come to you that you can actually repel the outcome that you have worked for, that you desire, that is trying to reach you. You can repel it with your grasping uh, refusal to let go and to allow things to unfold as they will. In love relationships with others, your over-eagerness, your pushing, your clinging. I have had friends and clients who were so in love that you know they they've talked about getting married they both were going to get married they both wanted it and my my friend was so adamant and eager to have the ring that she kept pushing when are we going to do it what's going to happen what's when's it going to be and it made him feel defensive and and what we grasp at is often repelled even though the love was still there and when she shifted and came into a place of i release this um, there's, my soul has a path. I surrender and I am open to life delivering this to me or taking me in the direction that is for my greatest good. And that resistance ended. Uh, he showed up and popped the question and life went on. It was wonderful. For me, I can, and I am telling you this because I imagine there's something there for you. I can get very much into my intellect and logic and analysis and problem-solving ability. And so I can come at an, an issue with all of my mental might and apply it repeatedly without cessation and just become more and more dejected when I don't get progress. 
My biggest example of this was I went through a very difficult legal case years and years ago, and it involved all kinds of things. This, the illness of my ex-husband, the custody of my children, um, assets, and there were so many different aspects of this case. And we had lawyers on all sides. Everybody had a lawyer. And sometimes there were seven lawyers in the room. And it was overwhelming. And I have a law degree. And I feel like this is my area that I can excel. So I was just hyper analyzing it to the point of like not being able to sleep at night, staying up at night, thinking about it and thinking about it. And it went on for seven months, almost as though life was going to show me that this was this path would not solve it. And when I hit the wall, I was so depleted from thinking and analyzing and trying all these different things. And I was no closer to a solution. I sat down and I melted down in just, just exhausted despair. And I said, I let it go. Whatever happens, I will deal with it. I release this. I release myself from this. I release my attachment to the outcome. I surrender this to a power greater than me. And I let go. It was astounding, the chain of events that unfolded. The next time I went into court, everything had been resolved. And there was a miraculous outcome that I couldn't have strategized for. I couldn't have created. And it was my surrendering that allowed a different outcome to unfold. Sometimes we have to let go so that a thing can be what it's going to be. And now again, it's my first move, not my last move, because another benefit of letting go is that you are free of the stress and the anxiety and the fixated uh, frenetic energy that keeps us so bound. When I accept whatever the outcome is, when I say, okay, I've done my best, I'm going to release this, going to allow this to go the way it's going to go. And I will continue to show up when I can. But when there's no action for me to take, I'm releasing this. I'm surrendering this. I'm going to be still in my center and keep my heart open, feel what I feel, and allow myself to live these moments and to progress and be open to the next moment, always open for better, for more free freedom and a greater sense of openness and expansiveness. As I make that choice, life is allowed to flow and to co-create with me and take me in the directions that I need to go. This is such a powerful thing because the Centers for Disease Control say that the number one cause of disease, chronic disease, or 90% of chronic disease is caused by stress. Well, what is stress? Stress is not an event. If I lost my job today, you might feel sympathetic for me, but I might be panicking over it because I'm thinking of all that it means. But for you, you don't really have the same assignment of meaning. So what you're thinking about is not going to create stress in you. What I'm thinking about is going to create great stress in me. Stress is the meaning. Stress is derived from the meaning we assign to facts. Facts are neutral. They don't inherently have meaning. We assign the meaning. 
We then feel what we're feeling. And from there, our body gets to feel the impact of the hormones that come from the thoughts that we're thinking. So if you have a practice of letting go and your heart is open and you allow upsetting or upset energy to flow through without grasping it, without entrenching yourself in it, you are going to have a lesser stress response. And that lesser stress response is helping you physically. When we worry ourselves sick, we are not letting go. When we let go around subjects that are, especially subjects that are important to us, we do our best, we let go of the rest, we are allowing ourselves to be less stressed. We are saving ourselves from having an internal chemical mix of constant adrenaline, constant cortisol. Stress in small bursts is actually really good. Gives you a workout, keeps you strong and on your toes. Chronic stress is debilitating and draining and depleting, and it saps us of our life energy. So that is another benefit and reason to cultivate the power of letting go. Something I really encourage in my clients, and that comes up often, is letting go of the past. We're coming to a time, which I think any time is the right time, but we're coming to a time in the year where people start to think about this year and what's happened and what they want for their future and the next year of their life. It is incredibly valuable to assess the past, gain the wisdom and the lessons and uh, take the things you would have liked to do differently and just get the reasoning why. Take those with you and let all the rest of the past go. To forgive yourself, to let yourself go free of all of the times and ways that you didn't show up the way that you wanted to. To understand that people sometimes say the past is the greatest indicator of the future only if you keep it alive. Only if you build tomorrow with that energy, with those thoughts, it's imperative to release your feelings around the past, to allow yourself to grow. You know, your body grew up from this little child and you accept that because it is, you have to accept it. You cannot think of yourself as the little three-year-old and wear the little three-year-old size clothes. You're forced to accept that you have grown and changed. Internally, we often will hold on to the most negative things that someone else told us or times we let ourselves down or things we did that we wish we should have done, could have done better. When we hold on to those things, we keep them alive and we don't allow ourselves to grow. We don't allow ourselves to mature. We think that they're permanent, that they're parts of who we are. They may have been, but as you become a light in your own consciousness, and you shine that light of awareness, you can look at things that you're holding on to in your personality, in your way of living life, in your way of viewing the world, and consciously decide, this is unhelpful to me. I have grown now. I can change my behavior. I can and do and have changed so many of my thoughts. I let go of the past. I am free. I do not have to wear the old costumes of yesterday. 
I want to enter that expanded, open place where I can evolve into my greatest expression. These are conscious actions that you can take and letting go is a cultivated practice that will help you do it. It is one of the most empowering actions we can take. And isn't that counterintuitive? Because how are we supposed to be more powerful by letting go? It is so incredibly powerful. And another great place to let go, I'm going to wrap up here in a second. Another great place to let go is when you are embroiled in an argument and you are drawn down into your corner and you are ready to fight it out and just stay and show them they're wrong and explain yourself and tell them why you're right, let go. I know (laughs) it's really difficult in the moment, but if you could drop behind it, let it go and drop back behind it. Michael Singer talks about this. He uses the words to fall behind it and allow that energy to just be there while you witness it and you detach from it because it does not define you. It is not that important. Your peace is far more important. The more you can let go, the more clarity you can have, the more freedom from toxic emotions. It's so what if someone thinks they got the best of a situation? You got yourself. You got your freedom. You got your peace. Nothing is more valuable than this. All right. I could go on and on and on about letting go, and I probably will. I would love for you to write me and tell me your thoughts about letting go. Where do you struggle with letting go? What is impossible for you to let go of? Where do you really excel? What works for you? I want to continue this conversation, and I want to hear how you do (laughs) or would like to do letting go. You can reach out to me. My email address is Cynthia at CynthiaOcelli.com. And of course, uh, my blogs are back. I'm writing. I'm writing a lot about helping you with rituals and approaches to get through the rest of the year feeling strong and centered and empowered and not at the mercy of all the stimulus that's out there to make you feel inadequate. You are enough. Take that with you and let go of the rest. Have a beautiful week, everybody. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.